0: Welcome to yet another episode of the Infertility Podcast. And today I am very excited because I have a guest um, and we'll be discussing PCOS uh, today. And my guest today is Jennifer Tomlinson. Woohoo! Hi, thank you for
1: having me. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to just read a short bio um, of Jennifer and then we're going to go straight into some questions. dealing with our topic at hand today so when describing what she does jennifer would say she helps people find pathways to their aspirations through education and teaching she is able to live for this purpose as a professor at valencia college where she teaches interpersonal interpersonal communication and humanities jennifer is a proud product of pine hills community which is in orlando florida but also has roots in new york and miami and she is a proud descendant of jamaican parents she has a bachelor's in human humanities from the university of south florida which is my alma mater go bulls (laughs) and a master's in liberal studies from rollins college her instagram summarizes all of her monikers Professor, podcaster, public speaker, poet, amateur photographer, art supporter, comic book reader, foodie, and goofy. (laughs) But the one moniker she is extremely honored to claim is that she is at first and foremost a child of god and follower of christ amen to that <laughs> so jen we are so happy to have you on the podcast you're my second guest my first guest was my husband oh and we special. yeah and uh, i think a lot of people really enjoyed that episode mm-hmm. um because we talked about our you know beginning. Uh, of our dating and in our separation our seven-year wait Mm -hmm. um and we had some funny stories in that episode but um i really wanted to bring back the focus on um infertility and the struggle that women have um because that is really the foundation of why i started Mm -hmm. this podcast Mm -hmm. and so my first question just so um we can kind of level set for those uh, listeners who may not know what PCOS is, can you give us a description or um, a summary of what PCOS is? Yeah,
1: sure. Um, and I'm not a medical expert, um, you know, so even before we recorded, I was joking with Danielle, for the listeners out there, um, I had to look up, because I always forget the letters myself. Yes. Because <laughs> you have to say, you're like, P. yeah. yeah. I'm listening. are saying all crazy stuff. So polyseptic. I'm like, that's not right. You can't be septic. Septic like that. and poly. No, Polyceserian. A... That's not right. No, but let me. Okay. <laughs> PCOS stands for polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, and the first part of the word polycystic has to deal with um, one of the abnormalities that you get from it is, you know, cysts that develop on your ovaries. Mm-hmm. And usually we think of cyst as um, cavities, you know, like things like bubbles in your body that are filled with liquid, mm-hmm. you know. But the thing about having PCOS is actually not distinguished that way. You get what are known as polyps or, or cysts that are really, um, they're like uh, immature follicles mm-hmm. uh, that line your ovaries because uh, you're not ovulating properly and you're not releasing your eggs. Yes. So that's the first part of the definition, polycystic. Um, it impacts the endocrine system and, um, for women, you know, you can get gynecological issues. Um, it's a syndrome and not a disease Mm -hmm. because, uh, there are suspicions on where, how you might get it, but there's no real, um, distinguishing cause. Mm -hmm. Um, and the syndrome distinguishes the fact that it's a collection of a variety of symptoms yes that can vary from person to person mm-hmm. um and the laundry list as long as you know yes. like it's everything in the kitchen sink you yes. know so <laughs> that's like a medical you know look it up somebody can explain it much better but that's kind of like the medical definition mm-hmm. for me the syndrome side of it that it could be anything and everything i call it the devil yeah yeah Cause it's almost like a phantom, you know? Mm Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I mean, the symptoms can go on and on. You can, you can, you can be thin, you can be, or you can have the symptom of, uh, of being overweight and having issues with losing weight. Mm -hmm. Um, you can have, like we said, like I said before, irregular periods, not ovulating. Um, I have the symptom of facial hair. It's terrible. Uh, some women have hyperpigmentation. I suffer from that too. Mm -hmm. Uh, or you can have hair loss. I learned that. I didn't yes, know that. Yes. Um, uh, infertility issues mm-hmm. with getting pregnant, mm-hmm. acne, um, and uh, they're linking or they see a connection between depression mm-hmm. and PCOS. Yes. So you can have all the symptoms or a few. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even the way they diagnosis diagnose it varies from physician to physician. Yes, definitely. So um, that's a an overview of what it is that I've learned. Just, I'm trying We're to figure going- out my own body.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so let's get to that a little bit. So when did you find out um, that you had PCOS and what was your reaction?
1: Yeah, um, I was listening, I was watching Oprah. Mm-hmm. Dr. Oz was on. Wow. And a lady in the audience said, I have this, this, and this. And I was like, oh, that sounds like me. Wow. Yeah, and I, Dr. Oz was like, oh, that sounds like PCOS. You might need to go to a doctor. And yes. I was like, what? So I just wrote, wrote it down and... Um I went and sought out um an OBGYN and told her what I had heard on Oprah mm-hmm. and she confirmed it and at the time um physicians were doing ultrasounds mm-hmm. vaginal very intrusive transvaginal, trans-vaginal oh, ultrasound horrible so yeah uh, a little uncomfortable for me, but, um, at that time that's what I used, um, to get diagnosed okay. with
0: it. And what was your reaction? What did you, once they oh, determined, hey, this, really, okay, perfect.
1: Yeah. I knew that something was weird. My mother knew something was weird cause I never had regular periods. Okay. So when I was younger, she took me to a pediatrician, like in my teens, I think it was about 13 or 14 and the doctor was like, "Oh well, congratulations! Like some people just, some women just don't have regular periods, so you get to skip a couple of months." Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> but I knew something was off. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then later on, another doctor said I had a hormonal imbalance. Mm. I'm like, oh, what is that? And you know, what can you do with it? Well, you know, some people just have hormonal imbalances. Yeah. So to finally get a name to it that made sense and my doctor at the time prescribed birth control oral contraceptives to regulate my period. Okay. I felt relief like, wow, well, I have I have a name to it and mm-hmm. I have a plan.
0: Yes. So So you yeah, so you had um some relief in the sense that you knew what was going on within your body. And I think yeah. that's the scariest thing mm-hmm. when you're going through this You know, I want to always say it's a phase because I I pray for people that it's not long lasting. Yeah, Um, because you talked about some things that are if you think about a female that are really detrimental to your Mm self-confidence, you know, you talked about, you know, facial hair, Mm -hmm. the weight gain and a lot. I'll touch on the weight gain piece is like. With PCOS, it's even if you're working out and you're eating healthy, it's still really difficult to lose weight because of all the hormone imbalance that you're Mm -hmm. going through. And people don't understand that, and they're like, "Okay, well, change your diet." And and even even though those things help alleviate some of the symptoms, um, there's still different struggles. Like for me, one of the things, like as I was looking back. Um, cause I'd never been fully diagnosed with PCOS. I just had symptoms and some, you know, m- my, my OBGYN never wanted to say, this is what you have. Oh. Um, but it was like, um, looking back, I had hair loss. I had dandruff. Oh. Um, I was, I used to be, um, I would work out and have no issues with, you know, losing weight. And all of a sudden it was like, mm-hmm. the scale was not budging. Ooh girl. And, yes. Um, I've been there. And one thing was like, um, the other thing that. I think it was where the doctors started to see, see like, okay, maybe this is PCOS. is a vitamin D deficiency. Okay. And people don't think about that. You know, you'll go get a blood test and then they're like, oh, you need to up your vitamin D and that's it. But there can be some underlying right. things. um that can cause you to have pcos mm-hmm. or warning signs that mm-hmm. you have pcos and if you are more knowledgeable about it then you're you can see you start to connect the dots and be like okay they think there's something right. that is that is wrong right. so that's why i really think it's important that we discuss this topic mm-hmm. so prior to watching oprah and hearing um dr oz you had no idea what pcos oh, no. was no no
1: i just thought like what you were saying just a while ago i just thought I was a hairy big girl. <laughs> wow, I hated it, mm. you know. And that's what you spoke to earlier about, you know, being a woman and yes. defining yourself in your womanhood. What does that mean? What does it look like? And how it can attack your self esteem? Yes, yeah, I didn't know what it was, I just thought that was me. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, um, did your mother have any of the symptoms? No, no, okay, no. And my mom, even to this day, she, now that we know
1: we wish that we, my grandmothers were still alive to ask them. Question. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: because we she has no clue where and how because yeah. my sister also has it. Got it. Yeah. So for me, when I started to do more research, I started to understand um, some of the symptoms and I saw that some of the symptoms my mother had okay. and some of the symptoms my aunts also had because huh. I'm very close to my aunts. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to look back like one of the things is skin tags. Mm. I never had skin tags. It wasn't until um I think last year, out of nowhere, I got two st- skin tags by my eye. Never had them, but all of my aunts have them, and including my mother. Wait, you
1: put me on something I don't know. Is skin tags associated? A, with it is. <laughs> I didn't know that. It is. Did I tell you
0: this thing has the every list, symptom? Yeah, the list is crazy. The <laughs> list is crazy. Skin tags is one of the I didn't know that. Yep interesting and so um you know when you don't have that knowledge Mm -hmm. in that generation if you think about it they weren't Mm -hmm. thinking about those things Mm -hmm. and then for me um you know trying to get pregnant I didn't think I would have any issues or challenges because my mother didn't neither did my aunt or my sister you know and so like I think I forgot which episode on the podcast like each of the individuals I just mentioned had honeymoon babies. Mm. I was the only oddball, you know what I mean? And so if we pay attention to those signs, especially like if you think about it, you said that they started you um, on birth control in your teen years as um, kind of maybe a preventative measure or a way to kind of regulate your period and Mm -hmm. help with the symptoms. If we pay attention to those um, warning signs, I think we will do better with this next generation coming up. You know what I mean? Like now we have... Um, the knowledge to right. try to make a difference right and more people are trying to talk about it yes so you've already kind of touched on some of the symptoms that you've dealt with um and i put you on to a new one <laughs> yeah i, did. I and, did not know that <laughs> and like uh you said the list is really really mm. long um so what have you done to try to deal with some of the symptoms that that come with PCOS.
1: Yeah, me dealing with the symptoms is a was a new manifestation in my 30s. Mm-hmm. So I actually was put on birth control in my 20s. Okay. And the the one of the you know motivations dealing with it, I wanted a solution to my hair, uh, my facial hair. Got it. Um, I was just you know I hated it, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, they're going to put me on this birth control, and I have a name to it, so it's going to fix it. Mm-hmm. So um, the next thing you knew, you know, ten years passes. And I'm like, well, nothing else is getting better, including the hair, because yeah. I wasn't understanding how to really look at my, at look, how to really look at the syndrome. And the, uh, my gyneco- gynecologist at the time wasn't really giving me other ways to look at it. Okay. So a couple of years ago, um, I was still taking oral contraceptives, but I was missing my um, my, my days, my pills. And I realized that I was just really stressed at work. Mm-hmm. So it was messing me up and throwing me off. And I talked to my and I said, hey, you know, this isn't working. What other things can I use? And she recommended the NuvaRing. Okay. And um, that in combination with the, my, my new job at the time, um, it threw me off. Wow. I mean, I got really depressed. And yeah. I had issues with depression depression before, Okay. Um, but never like this. Okay. And I just said to myself, I said, man, I can't, I don't, I can't do birth control anymore. Mm -hmm. And my OBGYN told me birth depression isn't a symptom of the NuvaRing, but it was the only other factor that I knew that changed in my life. Okay. And I don't want to get sued by the manufacturers. (laughs) I ain't trying to say that. I'm just saying me. It wasn't going to work. Yes. Um. And I, and I made the correlation. And I talked to her. I said, I really want to get off of birth control just to see what my body feels like. I've been on birth control, like, for you know, for a long time, mm-hmm. all my adult life in my 20s. And um, so she said, yeah, that's cool. Let's take you off and see how you do. It didn't get better. Um, things didn't get better. And I just realized I have to really take ownership of this syndrome mm-hmm. and let me be more strategic and attack each symptom yes. with a specialist. Yes. So the first thing I did was I got a new primary care physician. Throw this out there. It helps if if she's a, if it's a she and it's a woman of color. Okay. Just being honest. Okay. Because the type of conversations we had, the patients she had um, with me... Um, and the extra information she gave me from a woman, a a woman of color's perspective, I wasn't getting it from other physicians and I didn't know I needed it until you had her. Yeah. Um, so she gave me a referral for, um, I asked for a referral referral for endocrinologist. Okay. So we did blood work that endocrinologist put me on medication and helped me with, um, the insulin resistance Mm -hmm. that causes the lack of weight loss. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, I felt like I had sleep apnea because I wasn't sleeping right, and that's also a symptom, um, sleep apnea. So I asked for a cardiopulmonary specialist. I got a referral for that. Spent all this money and time. I wanted to get the doggone machine. I said, I got sleep apnea. I know I do because I snore horribly. (laughs) (laughs) Did all this work, and they're like, you don't have it. (laughs) That hurt me. You thought. I thought I did. I thought it was going to be my solution. Yes. so, uh, but, yeah, going to a cardiopulmonary uh, specialist to make sure, you know, my heart is healthy, mm-hmm. my lungs are healthy, and to talk about sleeping better. For women with sleep apnea or with PCOS that might have sleep apnea, it could affect your heart and your lungs. And if it, if, if you're not sleeping well, then you don't have energy to want to work out. Mm-hmm. And um, it changes your chemicals and your brain and your and your metabolism. So now you can't lose weight. So it's a sick cycle. Yes. And now you're bigger. And now you can't sleep more. Mm. Um. So luckily I don't have it, but for other women that's definitely something that's important to look into. Yes. Um, I got a dermatologist for Mm -hmm. my hyperpigmentation. Um, I got a nutritionist. So I looked at all my symptoms. Yes. And I wanted I created um life or health plans for each symptom because I realized. Um, birth control isn't going to solve everything. Right. Yeah, I have to tackle each thing. Yes.
0: Um,
1: and the thing that I actually wanted to cure from, the hair, hair loss, my f- uh, primary care physician was the one that taught me about laser hair removal mm-hmm. and that women of color have to use a particular type of laser. You can't just get a Groupon and go anywhere because oh, wow. you will burn and scar your skin. Wow. So she actually gave me the information for the person, um, for a for person, a referral, I mean, she didn't have to do that because that's not, you know, yeah, part of yeah, well, right, part of what she does. Yeah, um, so that's I'm, one of the reasons why I said having a woman of color really to help you with your, um, you know, with your initial health conversations is so vital. It's that type of information I
0: never would have known. Definitely makes you know? a difference. Wow, yeah. wow. So I
1: created a team, a village. Yeah. So it was like
0: you made a wholeness plan. Yep. Of you getting well, exactly. Wow, mm-hmm. a lot of time, a lot of money. Yeah, but it, it's worth it. <laughs> yes, no, definitely. Like you only have one body, you know what I mean. Exactly. And so you got to take care of what you have. Mm-hmm. And you know, everyone's struggle is different. You yeah. know, our struggle may be PCOS. Someone else's heart disease. Mm-hmm. Someone else's mental health, um, mental mental illness. And so I think it's important that we get to a point where we put ourselves first. And I think as women we're so used to putting other people first, yes. putting our family first, putting our job and career, or, you know, education, all these other things first. And we put our, our um, self on the back burner and we end up suffering mm-hmm. the most, it's you know? True. So I think that's really good advice to look at it from a wholeness perspective mm-hmm. and not just, you know, I just want to get rid of this yeah. thing, you know? um. So where, what can you say about where you are now? Do you feel like by doing that plan do you think that you are way better off um now with how you're feeling with the symptoms and and kind of what you're dealing with um yes i think that you know it's not something
1: you ever heal from Mm -hmm. it's something you live with yes um so i feel good about the management part of it Um, and i'm definitely my mental health is much better good. Um, I mean a, a million times better. The one thing I do still struggle with is the weight. Mm-hmm. Um, so my endocrinologist put me on a particular medication that wasn't covered by insurance. so I got a discount card for six months. I lost 25 pounds. Wow. that was great. Yeah, six months were up gained them right back. so oh. <laughs> um, so there's that. I'm still trying to figure out a comparable solution to really help me with my weight. And um, finding time to exercise and eat better. Yes. That's something no one can do for you. Mm -hmm. I have to do it myself. Mm -hmm. So that part I am struggling with. But to know that I have a healthy heart. I have healthy breathing. I don't have sleep apnea. I can sleep. Not having the facial hair is bomb. Like, (laughs) I love it. Like, I did the whole laser hair thing. It's not cheap. But, you know, it's a relief. Taking better care of my skin. So even getting control of my... Um, hyperpigmentation mm-hmm. um and then the whole mental health uh emotional well-being part yeah
0: so much better yes um, but i'm managing it every day Mm-hmm. you know and also i i like that you took those strides because i feel like by taking those strides they help with the self-esteem mm-hmm. and the self-confidence um issue that comes with yeah. pcos and um you know, we both come from Caribbean families <laughs> yeah. and Caribbean backgrounds and so we know that um our people do not hold their tongue. Right. You know? And they'll be quick to say <laughs> Real quick. Hey, you're you're gaining weight, what's going the on? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. So, like, you didn't already know that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I looked at myself in the mirror this morning. Thank you for confirming what I'm already feeling. Um, So I think that also, um, for those who are listening, you know, be mindful of that. I think sometimes we try to get away with oh that's my sister that's my cousin mm-hmm. that's my niece and whatever and we say whatever we want mm-hmm. um but you don't know what someone's already dealing with exactly. you know what i mean and like i said for me for a long time i would be in the gym for 30 minutes and watch what i eat and mm-hmm. i was able to maintain my weight or be underweight and have no no issues yeah. and then once all of these things started to manifest it is like trying to climb up a mountain you know what i mean and people don't understand they just see you and be like oh you're just eating unhealthy Mm. or you and if i if you sat with me every day and see what i eat what i do you'd be like okay i don't understand why this is happening well neither do i i spend
1: so much money on those meal order things and counting calories and stuff and still like not even a budge yes and here's my brother he gave up like i don't know sugar in his tea and loses, like, 15
0: pounds. That was my husband, I think, two weeks ago. (laughs) Was it two or three weeks ago? He's like, oh, yeah, this week I'm giving up sugar and I'm going to do low-carb. And I was just like, okay, great. He lost, like, seven to nine pounds. I'm so upset. I don't understand. Like, I give up... Sugar and do low carb. I'm going to be super hungry. That's first, which is yeah, fine. Right, Whatever. Right. I'll deal with it. I'll drink water. But I'll be happy if I lose one pound. One or two pounds. People don't understand. It's a struggle, girl.
1: Trust me, I've been there.
0: So, you know, just be mindful, y'all. Like, you know, especially as women, we're already self-conscious as it is. Yeah. Um, You know, just be mindful of your words and how we treat each how other. We treat each other. Mm-hmm. And don't just be like, oh, it's just because I'm close with her, I can say whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be definitely detrimental yeah. to Ask you.
1: us, like, hey, you know, what's going
0: on? Versus yeah. to be like, girl. You I'm getting away. In- what's yeah. on- you you <laughs> in love, love. <laughs> that's what I was getting. Like, you in love, you in love. You, you, I will say this You have a too. happy marriage. That's why. I'm like, <laughs> What okay. are you talking about? <laughs> sure, I do. But that has
1: nothing to do with my weight gain. Thank you. I will say this, too. Being single in my 30s, mm-hmm. um... It doesn't help that society, um, you know, reinforces some of the things that we're afraid of, Yes, um, you know, and dating and guys could be superficial mm-hmm. and, you know, we're on this Instagram era. Um, but I don't know what happened to me these last couple of years. Like just finding, finding a way to really love who you are, the yes. way you are. Yes. And learning to like who you
0: are by yourself. Yes. Do you like who you are in a room with nobody else? And let me tell you, (laughs) as a married woman now, Ah. where you are right now Uh of loving yourself, that is the foundation. Mm -hmm. I always warn people and say you cannot be in a relationship with someone else. Until you love you, you until you are okay with being with just you, absolutely, um, because you're always going to look at the other person for satisfaction yep. and all that stuff, and Girl, that is dangerous. That it is your marriage will not last right. if you're looking if you're putting your happiness in someone else's hands. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Yeah. Um, so the fact that you're at that place now, Mm -hmm. trust and believe that is a great place to be in. Yeah. When my, my, my husband found me, I was working, I was doing my own thing. Like I was focused. Mm -hmm. I was fine with being by myself. I got to the point where I was like, okay, well if this is, if I'm called to a life of singleness, Mm -hmm. okay, Mm -hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? You have to get to that point, um, to be able to get to that next level. Yeah, Definitely. And
1: love who you are, the way you are. And don't, you know, if you're suffering from this, I Mm -hmm. mean, you might have no hair on your head yes but a bunch of your face
0: mm-hmm.
1: still celebrate yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you look beautiful yes. because you
0: are yes you know so yeah and you can make the minor tweaks to get to where you want to be yeah you know exactly I mean? that's that's the the joys of life right so um what made you decide to host a podcast um I don't think in the bio that I mentioned this, but Jennifer has a podcast. So I want you to first tell us a little bit about Mm. the podcast. And then um, what made you decide to start the podcast? I've been wanting to start a podcast for a couple
1: of years. Okay, Um, I want to say like a good, the last four or five years. I just didn't know what I wanted to talk about. I don't know why people like listening to me talk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because you're so animated. (laughs)
1: Maybe that's why. You're so animated. That's animated. Why. i animated. That could be true. I, I do crack a joke here too. So um, <laughs> I didn't know like if I wanted to do something on pop culture, I thought maybe doing like a blurred, uh, well, sorry, black nerd type of thing. Okay. I'm also into comics and stuff or maybe a music um, pop. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Okay. And um, my sister uh, created the curriculum for the new podcast course they offer in um in Valencia's new uh, communications program. Okay, and uh, um I just like this is why am I wasting opportunity time and resources, mm-hmm. and I have a sister there, I have access to a studio. Like I need to stop procrastinating yes. and just make it work. Uh, and I was going through my PCOS journey at the time and I said, well, you know what? I don't know what I want to talk about. Let me do like a three episode series on my journey with PCOS to help others Mm -hmm. just to play around with the idea and to find my voice and see what I can do with it. And after episode one, it was like, God was like, no, this is it. (laughs) (laughs) And then all my friends was like, yeah, no, this is it. Uh, and my best friend who was, um, on my first episode, or oh, second episode actually came up with our name, black woman be well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, that, well, you know, it's all, it just all came together. Yes. So that's what really motivated it at the time it was something I wanted to do. I just kept procrastinating and I just had to stop and like, listen and, and actually take an action step. And then things just started unfolding that way. Yes.
0: Yeah. I remember I saw I think you put out like a preview this is coming Mm -hmm. and i was in the process of putting out my podcast i was very hush hush i think i didn't even put in a teaser flyer until like the day before (laughs) it was going out because i was still like on the fence of you know what we're gonna do but i was so happy to see that you were shedding light on this topic Mm -hmm. because um we talk about so many different things we talked about we talk about Politics. We talk about mental health. Mm -hmm. We talk about all those things, and they are, you know, light is is shown on them, you know. Mm -hmm. But with PCOS, it's like most people when you first talk to them, I'll be like, I have no idea what this is. Like, what is it? Explain it to me um and so when i saw that you that was your first episode no matter of like where the podcast you know would be going i think it was like okay good like people are getting the resources that they need they're getting the information you're lively you're animated (laughs) i already knew that about you so i knew you'd be bring some humor um to the topic which is you know important so sometimes you just gotta laugh Mm -hmm. because it'll keep you from crying um (laughs) i say the same thing (laughs) It's true. And this some days I'm sitting at work. Yeah, I'm sitting at work <laughs> like, I'm just going to laugh because I'm not going to cry. Exactly. I'm not crying in front of these people. Yeah. So um, so I think it's really, really important that um, this topic, you know, is discussed. So where do you see the podcast going now that it's kind of launched and you've mm-hmm. had different episodes and opportunities well, the premise is always around
1: black women or women of color and their health and wellness. Mm-hmm. So um, we're already kind of slated to do um, episodes around relationships, mm-hmm. um, other types of uh, gynecological um, issues, um, emotional oh. intelligence. Mm. Um Stress management, yes, yes, yes. Um, eating better, dieting, exercise. So um, it's all about allowing Black women to share their stories because mm-hmm. we're going through a lot at the same time, but nobody talks. Yeah. So we don't realize we're sharing <laughs> or we're sharing the same experience. Yes. And people don't recognize the unique perspective of Black women when it comes to health and wellness. Mm-hmm. So it's also allowing others to shed a light or to shed a light for others to know, you know, um, the uniqueness of our particular health issues, you know? Yeah. And
0: we're never a part of the medical conversation. No. You know? And, and I think that's one of the questions you, you kind of answered it. Um, as far as the support and the resources, um, that have helped you in this journey, um, what advice would you give someone else that's going on, you know, going through this journey right now, what would you give them as advice? um advice
1: i'm sorry i took a long breath because the first part is not an easy one to say but you, you need resources yeah like monetary resources and access to insurance and yeah. that's a hard thing to say um because i know not everybody has it yeah but it's expensive to have a bunch of specialists and mm-hmm. even with insurance i was like how am i gonna pay these co-pays um, but I will say this, um, if you find yourself, um, you know, strapped or not having the type of coverage that you need, or you're in between jobs or whatever, just take one step, mm-hmm. just one, one step, whether it's one doctor visit that you can handle, yeah. or if it's um, things that you already know, because a lot of the things that we grew up on are still valid, go for a walk, Yeah. eat healthy, eat, um, you know, less carbs or whatever. Um, whatever that action step is, then just take a step until, um, you know, you can get to a place to really see multiple people. Mm-hmm. Now, for those that have access to, like, monetary resources and coverage, really find a primary care physician that you trust mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't rush you out the room, that Mm -hmm. listens to you, that's patient while you write things down, Mm -hmm. come in prepared with questions. And if you don't get that, if you don't feel that way, get somebody else Yeah. and try to find someone of color. I know it's hard to find them, but try because it does help because they know your perspective differently. Um, And so uh, find somebody. And then like I do, like I did really get a a good list of what you have if you're Mm -hmm. suffering from this and try to figure out how you can... um, project manage using yeah. that language, but really manage each <laughs> symptom with the specialist and a plan. Yeah.
0: And, and I like the fact that you're saying, you know, find someone who will understand, like we got to get to a place where we're an advocate for ourselves. Yes, You know, we advocate for other people mm-hmm. on a daily basis. You know, it's time to put yourself first and advocate for yourself, Absolutely. you know, and it's important. Your health is important yeah um i in i think my next episode i'm going to discuss uh, the challenges with the words that we use for ourselves mm. and the words that um others may say to us and so i wanted to see if you would share um maybe a hurtful comment that mm. someone has said and the impact that it had on you Good. Yeah. That's a good episode. Mm-hmm. I'm excited
1: to hear that. <laughs> yes. If you didn't know, listeners, I am a fan. And, and I know you are. <laughs> I appreciate your support. <laughs> um, but what is something someone has said to me?
0: Yeah. Because we talked about, you know, um, we both come from Caribbean families. It, it may not be a family member. maybe a co-worker. Um,
1: as it pertains to PCOS, yeah, okay,
0: yeah, dealing with PCOS. Um, <laughs>
1: you gotta edit some of this out, You're but so funny. Um, <laughs> I block a lot of stuff out. That's why it's I hard. do the same. I block it out. <laughs> uh, the last time someone has made a comment about my weight mm. was probably
0: well I'll say this uh, does it have to be a word or just a word feeling? or or yeah if it was a conversation and then it just kind of went south so I've had
1: in, like interactions with guys mm-hmm. uh, you know I'm single and I'm dating and you know they like who I am as a person and then it's always like it peters away and you wonder why Hmm. And you realize, um, based on little things they said, and I block out a lot, so I'm sorry if I can't remember exactly what they said. But mm-hmm. you realize in conversation that they're just uncomfortable with being with a heavy set woman. Got it. And that part, um, you know, before would it would kind of impact me differently than now, because now it's like, well, whatever, you know, you wasn't all that like, great anyway. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you chunky too. I don't know what- or whatever, but. Uh- <laughs> But as it impacts me in dating, like I navigate the world differently. I'm very cognizant of, um, you know, how I look and how I present. Um, and that is a, that is a byproduct of, uh, you know, having guys that they like you, they love your personality. mm -hmm. You have a pretty face, but they want, they have an image of what they want and you don't fit it completely. Right. So, um, I don't. I don't know if that helps. Yeah, that helped. no, okay. definitely. Okay.
0: Um, because it, what I want to get out of that is the fact that you know the way that we speak to each other, it the impact is great, and mm-hmm. even if you kind of block it out, even though you blocked it out, it's changed your perspective in the way that you deal with things now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the way that you may go into an, another um, opportunity to date somebody. Mm-hmm. Cause now you have that in the back of your mind, like, okay, well, is he going to be like such and such mm-hmm. and just kind of ghost me after the case, you know, after we go out on this one well, date. Let or me whatever. add
1: this. Uh, my inner voice is my mother's voice. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the way I criticize myself mm. is my mother's voice. Wow. And, um, my mother is, I love my mother. We have a beautiful relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, she's Jamaican. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. My relatives are Jamaican. So when I see myself as, um, when I'm unhappy with myself, I hear those childhood voices, yes. whether it's my mother or my aunt or, or my grandmother, you know, you're too fat. You need to lose some weight. Um, yeah. you know, you don't, that, that no fits you. You know, that doesn't look good on you. um, I do remember when I cut my hair and went natural in college. And my mother told me that um, short hair doesn't short hair doesn't fit big girl faces. Wow! And that's I, like I said, my mother meant no harm. Right? We laughed right. it off. I love my mom. We love you. <laughs> but <laughs> those are that is the voice I hear now yes. when I ever spiral down and I do um, lack self confidence yes. and I self criticize. It's almost always in the voice of my mother. Yes.
0: Even Uh, if it's something she would never say. Right. But that's a voice you hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's important to understand that some of the things that we're going through now um, trigger things from Mm -hmm. our childhood. Um, I've been struggling to do this um, episode on isolation every week that I'm going to record this episode for isolation, mm. I just can't do it. Mm. Um because I still have some triggers from my childhood that um I didn't think I was like I blocked it out. Yeah, like you I deal do- with it. <laughs> I I thought it was I'm cool, but every <laughs> single time I'm gonna record this podcast, I'm like, I can't, I do, can't- do it, you know? Because it's like, I'm be I'm going to be so vulnerable and put that out there. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's still something that I deal with even at the age of 34. That you is know? the black
1: girls issue. We don't never deal with stuff. We push it aside because yes. we got to get up and go to work and take <laughs> care of this. You don't yes. got time to live in it. Um, and so we push stuff in the back of our mind. And then when you think you're okay...
0: He's like, no, I'm not okay. Like, I'm like, dang, I gotta um make a, a appointment with my therapist before I do this episode. So I'm like, I'm sure, like, I'm good in the right, you know, mental That's state. Deep. But it's so true. It's like you don't um think about it like the things that we're going through now. Like, okay, you 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 hinted to the fact that you had some challenges with your weight even in your younger years, mm-hmm. and I did too. But then I lost weight, and mm. so I got really comfortable with. Um, I forgot somebody shared this on Instagram. It's like, I want to go back to the fact that I thought I was in high school. Same. Because like, I'm looking at these pictures. Like I, I thought I was, was fat at, here, and I was slim. I was a snack in, a high, in high school. <laughs> I thought, thought
1: I was big and I was cute. Yes. In these streets.
0: Didn't even know it. Yes. So it's like, I need to go back to that time frame <laughs> because I want to be that fat. Exactly. You know? <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> um here we are and so you you know the thing is like as we kind of matriculate into adulthood and we're in our 20s and our 30s and now we're dealing with pcos the trick there's triggers from childhood yeah that we haven't addressed yeah. you know being made fun of uh for being overweight yeah. um and there's certain things like i was like i never used to care about this but now it's like because this has become such a major issue in my life right now. Really? It's like, because it's in the forefront, it's like every little thing gets at you, you know? And so um, that's why I, really, I wanted to touch on the fact that we need to watch our words. We yeah. need to watch what we say to people. Um, be You know, have grace, you know? Have grace. Yeah. Sometimes there's some things just don't need to be said, it's you know? True. And just kind of like... Um, Like you said, if you feel like something is going on, you see somebody gaining weight, like, is everything okay? Are you stressed? Because one of the other things that I found out through having PCOS is um, stress is like public enemy number one, you know, um, stress will mess with your hormones. Mm -hmm. Um, you'll start to gain weight in your midsection Mm -hmm. only because of now you have issues with insulin or cortisol. So, um, I really, in the past, I want to say month or so, um, I've really done a good job of trying not to stress myself out. Trying to delegate tasks, and um, as I've done my blood test kind of periodically, I've seen how this has impacted my hormones in oh, a positive your sense. Blood work. Yes. Wow. And so, um, you know, it, it's just again being an advocate for yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think especially as Black women, we don't do that. Um, we we always like to do the whole "I'm the strong, independent mm-hmm. Black woman." But are you taking care of yourself? Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so I think that's why your podcast is so important because it talks about health in a wholeness perspective. Mm -hmm. It's not just relationships. It's your body. It's your mental. It's your, you know, your spiritual. And I think it's important that we start to have those discussions um, and bring those topics to the forefront. Thank you. Yes.
1: And can I I say, we're on the, with audio, y'all ain't gonna see my face. I don't know how to take a compliment um so I really appreciate that and I'm like why is she saying this and like I'm sitting here like nah your podcast is like (laughs) the bomb like you know but then I'm sitting here I'm like well two black women on a mic yes is amazing in itself and we both have particular missions on how we want to help people yes and I just love the fact that you know um you're doing what you're doing and that some of us out here are finding our voices to advocate yes. for ourselves. Yes. And what I love is that we're advocating for each other. Yes. You know, yeah. even, even though somebody might be asking for it, we're advocating for each other. So thank you for the compliments, Danielle. But I also want to say you're, you are you know, you're the bomb too. So <laughs> thank, thank you. you you're so silly. <laughs> that's because
0: I don't know how to take the <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, and I think it's important that that's another thing that we have a stigma for is that we don't compliment each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you would think that, oh, you have a podcast and you're discussing PCOS. I shouldn't have you on because we kind of maybe have a competing market. And for me, it's like, no, like we need to collaborate yeah. because we need to show, number one, that this topic is something that needs to be discussed, you know, and, and it, it's important. We all
1: can do dope things at the same yes, time. Yes, like it's you're not, not stealing
0: from my shine, I'm no. not stealing from yours. You know, and I
1: think if we, more women know that, yeah. I mean, can you imagine the power we would have same so, you know, when I think about like our ancestral lineage, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, tribes in Africa would women together were sacred. You know, they were yes. looked at these powerful like entities and super spiritual and all that. It's because we are dope together. Yes, you know? definitely. And it's not a competition. We all can be doing the same. We thing shine in different together. Ways yes. and we
0: shine together. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I know, like, um, for me personally, like when I receive like a direct message or email about you know, the impact of the podcast. Um, Jen and I were joking earlier, you know, it's hard, especially when you're recording by yourself, you feel like you're just kind of talking to yourself <laughs> and it's just like awkward. Um, and you don't know the impact that you have, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and it's not until someone says something, you're like, okay, wow, people are listening. Yeah. People, you know, are receiving something and, i think for you as well you can re- this will resonate with you is your understanding that this is bigger than you yeah. you know what i mean this yeah. is so much bigger than who we are it's who we're called to be right. at the end of the day you
1: got to start preaching girl <laughs> <laughs> Love
0: it. beautiful yes i agree so um we talked about the podcast what other services um do you have Maybe in line With the podcast And also personally That you offer
1: Yeah Our podcast If you want to Find us We're on all major Platforms At Black Woman Be Well mm-hmm. you can Go to our website Blackwomanbewell.com um, And we also We're selling shirts And I have a wonderful um, Student intern She's my technical producer So any revenue I'm getting right now Is to give to her <laughs>
0: And be like that, bro. You starting out. If
1: you can help a girl out so I can help her, because she's been amazing. And she's doing it for free, not even for college credit. Wow. Shout out to Shania. Love you, girl. Um, so, you know, me, I always want to give a little, little, little change. Here's some gas money. But anyway, so uh, <laughs> you could buy a shirt. That'd be beautiful. Um, we have designs for men and women. So men, if you want to be an advocate for black women, um, you can wear our shirts. Um, and so yeah, you can find all of our information there at blackwomenbewell.com. I do a lot of personal things. Okay. Um, so I offer any kind of consultant services. Uh, if you need help with curriculum design, maybe you're starting a new nonprofit, Mm -hmm. but, um, you don't know how to design curriculum or the educational piece. Um, I'm available for that. I do a lot of training and facilitation workshops. Call me. I can probably come up with a topic or or cater to your topic but i do have some at ready stuff um you know i can do a presentation on financial literacy or uh diversity and inclusion um but i have a lot of stuff you can find me on linkedin jennifer tomlinson um uh, so i do a lot of training facilitation consultation i do success coaching So um, if you're educational success coaching, career coaching. So if you're interested in college or in college and you just need some help or you're transitioning from undergrad to graduate school, uh, I can meet with you and work through you, uh, help you with those, uh, you know, through sessions, help you with that life path. Um,
0: But yeah, I do a lot of stuff. Yes. You're like a jack of all trades over there. A little bit too much. You calm down. I understand. understand. But yeah, you're the
1: same way though. I
0: get it i definitely get it yeah that's why in the season i'm like i need to take a step back <laughs> but then i started a podcast right, right,
1: exactly. <laughs> oh
0: god you know, that's how it is okay jennifer how can we connect with you on social media because yeah. you know social media is where it's at
1: please please follow us on instagram at Bwomanbwell. Be, be well that's the letter b woman the letter b well Um, We're on YouTube. We're going to have exclusive content on our YouTube channel. Thanks to Shania. (laughs) I love her. Um, So you can look for Black Woman Be Well podcast on YouTube and Facebook. That's also um, at B Woman
0: Be Well. The letter B woman, the letter B well. And all of this information will be in the podcast notes. So that's easier for the listeners to go and um, add you guys on Instagram. And also please subscribe to the podcast. (laughs) Um, I I joke around because every single time now I'm at the end of my outro of my um, podcast before we play the outro. I'm like, subscribe, because I forgot to put that in the actual outro. (laughs) So, (laughs) y'all, please go subscribe to their podcast. Thank you. So many great things coming. I know it. Um, Jennifer, I want to tell you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here and taking the time and allowing me to interview you. And I know that um, this won't be the last time that we connect. We can oh, connect on no. a different topic.
1: And you know you're about to be on mine. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, good times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I really want to thank you for taking um, this leap of faith with me and, and and being on a podcast episode. So again, please go and subscribe to the Be Woman, Be Well podcast jen has given all of her uh, social media uh, information and like i said we'll put that in the podcast notes so it's easier for you guys to find um the podcast and what they are doing and i want to thank you for listening to yet another in- uh, episode of the infertility podcast i will talk to you guys next time I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Infertility Podcast. Be sure to connect with me via social media. You can find me on Instagram at IamDanielleJoseph or on Facebook, Master Mentor and Minister. Or you can visit my website, which is www.iamdaniellejoseph.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.